No, whoa, whoa. Well, one does not, I've not mentioned at all that I have a podcast. So that one's in the back pocket. Secrets don't yeah, make I friends. Keep that in the back pocket. Secrets don't make <laughs> girlfriends either. Uh, no, I don't even like girls, dude. I'm strictly just about that life with the boys. Just found our cold open. <laughs> <laughs> like, for real talk, though, girls stink. Like, what do they bring to an equation? What's up? Welcome back to episode nine of Spot the Lie, the latest in the freight train of white males who think that they can run a podcast. That's your co-host Cuffy here. We have Hugh on as my fellow co-host, and then Bully, as always, as a producer on the ones and twos. Uh, fellas, how are we doing this week? Doing well. You know, we're all uh, Twitter millionaires now, right? Is that how it works? <laughs> I think so. Well, at least one of us on the pod is. Well, I mean, it's hard to hear. It's The reception's tough on the moon, so. Bully, how is it up there? It's good. Our spaceship, our yacht is small, one at a time. Grab an oar when you get on. We're going for a ride. I just think that there's not one person that has the Twitter.com app and has not thought for a brief, brief second this week of being like, I could be a millionaire. Like that, that thought legitimately went through everybody on Twitter's mind. I'm at that point where I, I feel like I know enough that I know I'm going to get screwed, but I'm stupid enough to try. <laughs> yeah. What are you buying in? Like 300, 325 a share? <laughs> Fucking look at that. Buy high, sell higher, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Can only go one way. Apparently. I mean, so, uh, so, Bully, what, are, what do you have? How exposed you are you? To? Yeah. I just bought a bunch of uh, Blackberry and the naked stock and then i got cut off of those so i went in on dogecoin <laughs> got cut off but did you get forced to sell are you part of the class no no i can't i i will but uh <laughs> i can't buy more i can only close out on my position but if i right. close out it'll get the price will just keep going down and i'm already under what i bought it for so i'm waiting to see overnight what will happen when you know outside outside the u.s they're not restricted so are you just literally like do you have like alarms for like every hour at the hour waking up and just like checking it are you gonna sleep tonight no because i can't sell i can't i can't sell after hours this is the rigged system this is the this is Isn't the proletariat back? in the bourgeoisie is it coming back in the morning? Yeah, everyone again? everyone on Reddit is saying you just you just got to hold 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 because eventually they have to let you trade. <laughs> yeah, but not at a higher price. They don't have to make you trade to make money. Well, they'll just let people keep buying and buying and and uh driving the the, the short squeeze higher and higher and higher cuz they have to keep covering their positions. And not That's all the hedge the funds. Theory. And not all the hedge funds are shorting it. So the other hedge funds are all in just making bank. It's not just all the, the retail guys. At least the little guy gets to win. Coffee, you see, you don't have any, you see uh, the screenshots of people that are making hundreds of thousands on this. It's nuts. Well, I told you, uh, an acquaintance of mine no, made, you have to... uh, made his salary. <laughs> yeah. No, Cuffy has to open a savings account first. 
It's baby steps, baby. Would you like to? I'm pretty sure. Would you like to open account? You, account you have to first. You have to link your bank to it, and that's where Cuffy does the Terrio like me. They just huh? <laughs> rubbing his stomach. What's the routing number for underneath my mattress? As I say, I don't trust them damn banks. What's the mailing address? I sleep on that shit. <laughs> that's how you get interest, right? It has been a couple days of all time Twitter moments. I mean, really, it's just the gift that keeps on giving is this damn app. True. It's been a good Twitter week. Uh, and and you got guys like Elon Musk just yucking it up with the, the plebs. Just for fun. Stirring the pot. Stirring the pot. It has unified Twitter, too. I don't think Twitter's <laughs> ever been this unified in the history of Twitter.com. Yeah. You got uh, everybody on the same side. And Steve Cohen... It's just such a fucking Mets mush. Nothing good happens to that franchise. Um, also, really, the, the guy who got caught like insider trading, hmm, maybe would also try to manipulate this. But you know, who would have thunk? No, no. Their minimal fines and zero to no jail time is a total deterrent to this type of behavior. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the all the commentaries already been made on this, but the the AOC, the Ted Cruz, the the right and the podcast. and the right and the left, and the rich and the poor, all just getting pissed off at one app is peak twenty twenty one pandemic. My sure. favorite part is uh, all these like respectable financial you know news organizations having to like quote <laughs> Reddit users' names. It's like. <laughs> Some this is the end game that it uh, says thick dad club <laughs> on Reddit and like suck all... these nuts. He spends ninety five percent of his time just posting hentai. The other ten, the other ten percent, he's in Wall Street bets, pumping up Nokia for some reason. Yeah, and, then, and like they are always like the uh, the very vulgar or not safe for work subreddit because they just say like the R word every other word. They they're just. Saying that, calling people autistic, like left and right. And they'll take it as a compliment. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's an incredible, it's incredible, like exploration into just subcultures of the human process. Just guys, man. Just guys being dudes. It's probably one of the better examples of the collective action of the internet that is so detached from reality. Hugh and I were talking about the the difference between a pre and post internet mind and people that are in the financial service industry that existed before the internet and were doing calculations on pen and paper. Cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) There it is, folks. (laughs) You got a quota. This podcast is brought to you by cocaine. (laughs) Feeling down? Cocaine. Feeling Even happy? Sad? More cocaine. Just so Have detached. Have to through that paper at, or, and or late night at work? Yeah. Guess what? Cool. Anyway, yeah, go off fully. The boomer generation that just doesn't understand internet culture and how collectively they can hold a grudge probably until the boomers die and then come back with a vengeance. Alrighty. On that note. Speaking of boomers, let's talk about the box Packers. <laughs> NFC <laughs> championship game. So, um, you want to recap, you? Uh, the Packers lost. It was a typical game for the Packers. I don't know what, what you want me to say. 
It was a good game, to be honest. It was a yeah, good game. It was a very good It was game. a good very... half. Huh. First half was shit. It was a blowout. I was going to say, which half are you talking about? Yeah. Well, the first half was just, it, it, it looked worse than it was because of the last minute Scotty Miller bombed. It looked pretty bad. I mean, it was hard to see it a lot over the profanities and the flipping off the television that I was doing. Um, but it was a, it was a beatdown. As soon as, as soon as I knew it was coming, as soon as we fucking deferred, I was like, yep, Brady's going to march down the field. They're going to go up seven, nothing. And we're never going to get the lead in this game. Spot the lie. That's exactly what happened. It's just Packers fans are used to it at this point. This is just what we do. Yeah. Track record. We get to the NFC championship game. We're like number three in all the bullshit power rankings. And we're like, oh, this is the year. This is the year we're going to do it. And then we blow it out of our dicks. Is this where I admit that I picked the Packers to go to the Super Bowl because I thought they'd lose? <laughs> I mean, I knew that's why you were doing it. <laughs> One of us had to curse them. My Super Bowl pick is still alive and well. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers on the NFC coming out of the NFC. That's just mine. <clears throat> um, I don't. We tried to warn you. We we did say playoff Brady is a, a, a different beast. And he elevates the team around him. And uh, it just... Um... You know what? I think that's the worst part of this loss. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only that we lost. It's that we lost to fucking Brady. And I've listened to Patriots fans who all season long, they were like, no, as soon as Cam Newton won a game, quarterback of the future, Cam Newton, he's taking over the league. They barely lose to Seattle. I don't know how this team doesn't go to the fucking Super Bowl out of the AFC. We're so good. And then they don't even make the playoffs. And all of a sudden they're like, we were Brady fans this whole fucking time. Fuck you. Hey, at least at least we let our quarterback of the future play this year. Ooh. Which one's that? Jordan Love. Are we back to the Packers might have wanted to use their first round pick on something to help them win this year? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I said it during the draft. What do you want me to do? Dude, you're an owner. Yeah, it's in the background. Still in there. Yeah. Why aren't they you in the war room? They didn't fucking ask me to be in the war room. You don't ask. You ask for forgiveness, not permission. Yeah, I'm an owner. I actually I have two shares. Uh, so step aside, <laughs> Mr. Murphy. Speaking of stonks, what's hot in the street? You need to buy, buy, buy. These are the most exclusive. No, Robin Hood closed you out of this too. <laughs> right at the at halftime, they just closed. <laughs> either hold it or sell it for a bunch of fucking laws yeah i mean it's just it's just frustrating so do you do you want to revisit some of your stefanski kicking field goals takes oh at, at old i believe exposed. you said i mean he should not be coach of the year there's someone in green bay that deserves it something like 26 but, and 2 26, did no, I say 26 he, and 4 but did i say he's 26 and 6 in the regular season and it's a regular season award, but I didn't say he should have. <laughs> now won he it. remembers. I said he was more deserving than Stefanski to win it, which is not saying that he should have won it. Just so we're clear here. <laughs> Speaking of, while we're on stats, do our does our stat department have a little fun stat coming out of this game? Uh, I think I think the the common stat was that Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees. Glass, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Tom Brady all have one NFC Championship game apiece. Win a piece. Uh, win, yeah. yeah. 
If we're talking losses, yep. I don't have enough time to compile those stats. Yep. Rodgers is now tied for the most NFC losses of all time at one and four. Who's he tied with? McNabb? McNabb, NFC, or sorry, just championship game losses. Oh, yeah. It's McNabb, Brady, and there's one other person. That's stupid. Tom Brady's been at 10 Super Bowls and he has the record for most championship losses. Yeah. He's 10 and four. That's stupid. Yep. And now he's he's what? Uh, He has the most, he has more NFC playoff wins, or wins against NFC playoff teams than anyone. And Drew Brees. Or just Drew Brees. Yeah. Rodgers probably has more. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is another fucking thing. The Saints, fuck the Saints. Just <laughs> Sean Payton and Drew Brees get sucked off all the fucking time for bringing those dog shit teams to fucking eight and eight. They goddamn try to kill a hall, first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback in his last game ever to fucking play. And they get, oh, they're so likable. Good for Drew and Sean. They just get dealt such a shit hand. Meanwhile, up north, fucking Rodgers has been getting shit on his entire career for taking dog shit teams to the nfc championship game it's just bullshit yeah what do you think about the revisionist history around the buccaneers it, it seems like everyone's saying oh you know there was just a missing piece and tom brady went there and now you know this is what got him over the hump they weren't great last year they went like eight and eight didn't they? your quarterback gives it away like almost as much many times as he scores a touchdown though so it's like you're bound you're already up against it right there and like you have shit coaching to compound, like so. Yeah, sure, you have a bunch of talent, but if it's not being mobilized and you're like kicking yourself in your own nuts the half of the game, that's how you end up at like eight and eight. Yeah, I do I mean, like their defense eight eight. though. They were eight and eight while leading the league in interceptions, which is kind of incredible. Yeah, I mean, in retrospect, there is revisionist history. I do agree with you. I don't think anybody thought this team was a Super Bowl team year one with Brady. In the preseason, kind of right on paper. No, I think if you go back to any of those takes, they're all like, "Oh, Brady's not going to survive. He's not going to do well in an Aryan system. He doesn't have the arm for Aryan system. He doesn't have the X Y Z for Aryan system." And I and everybody was saying that, like you were saying that, Cuffy, earlier in the season. Yeah, and then it, like, like two weeks ago, you were but saying then they, that. But then they started to just like let Tom like do whatever the fuck he wanted, which is like super normal. And like Tom does have the strength. He just, I don't think he could do every I mean, single play like a bomb. Yeah. To be he fair, can, he has the fair, most he was long zipping. passes in the league. <laughs> he was zipping him in last. Like he had some that the one that was tipped, like that ball should have been caught, but it was a little, obviously it was a little high. I think it was, uh, was it uh, Evans? Yeah. But oh, yeah. that ball was Jair zipped in there. And Savage picked yeah. it off or Amos picked it off. Yeah. I think a lot of the times when he was, it was a lot of the timing that he's used. He's used to the timing and early in the season, he just didn't have it. Especially on those long balls where he didn't even have like a play action. He would just drop back and that's not his game. Yeah. I mean, it's just, if you're not a Brady fan, this has been like the worst 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. This is all you have to deal with every single fucking year. And it's just, I don't know. It's like if the fucking Golden State Warriors won for 20 straight fucking years as opposed to just three. So. And they talk about how like Kobe and 
Michael Jordan would spend their offseason like adding something else to their game. The last two years, two or three years, Tom Brady has added the arm punt. Unbelievable timing. <laughs> I mean, he kept getting beat by Joe Flacco in the playoffs. Might as well just copy him. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if I chuck it, maybe I'll get a call. And if I don't, you know, they're starting inside their own 20. All right, so moving on to the second game, the AFC Championship. Buffalo, Kansas City. The, the lights were way too bright for Buffalo. That's, that's all I got. In Kansas City, they just kind of turned it on. So, fuck it. It's a, damn, the dream is dead. Buff Bills Mafia in the Super Bowl. Yeah, at least the news in the last week is that their whole coaching staff is going to stay together, which is pretty clutch for them. But, yeah, the, they just weren't ready. You could tell. Uh, even when they were up, <laughs> even when they got – after that uh, punt muff, they, they just folded. Yeah, like a, like my biggest fucking regret in life is not live betting the Chiefs on the money line when the, they, they were down, they were down nine, nine, nine yeah. nothing. Yeah, that was stupid of me. Um, yep. Patrick Mahomes still good. That's also, right, Cuffy. I forgot Cuffy had the Bills coming out of the AFC, so that means your boy Hugh is the only one with the Super Bowl prediction that is still very much alive. Well, no, no, I picked uh, Tampa Bay to win. Yeah, but. You didn't pick the matchup right. Well, yeah, but... Right? So far, I've picked every single team up to this point to win. So if we're doing NCAA March Madness style, my bracket has more points than yours. Can I, I mean, anything else? I, I hated watching this game. This game was so boring, too. For such a great game that the earlier game was, this was the equal and opposite reaction. Buffalo, man. They, they, they turned into the old Buffalo. That's like the Buffalo team that Patriot teams have faced so many times with Buffalo. This is the year they're fine putting all the parts together. And then, you know, Brady would come in and then it would be like 36 to 14 or something like that. That's I what mean, the game felt like. This is just like, that's such a spoiled Patriots fan take. Cause I think if you're a Buffalo fan, if you look back, you're extremely happy with this season. Oh yeah. I, I guess I think they're positioned well. I don't think like, their defense had a very good game plan for the Chiefs. No, not at all. Like they, I just, I just hate the I thought process. Hate, if you don't win the Super Bowl, your season's a wash. Oh yeah, because that's there's cool. only one fucking team that's been successful in the history of the football. Then I mean, it's stupid. My my issue is I hate watching Travis Kelsey catch those seam routes. <laughs> I hate Travis Kelsey. Well, yeah, I hate Travis Kelsey, but then I hate even more when he does well. Fair enough. I mean, he's. Just such like a triumph. Oh, he can't block, and I don't like tight ends that can't block. Kittle gets me off. Jesus Christ! If you could be like an extra, like if I look at you really quick on a play, and it's like, oh, is that an O lineman? Oh shit, is that O lineman going out? Never mind, it's a tight end. Boom, first down, move the chains. I love, I love all of this. Just the the jealous Patriot fan. You know who I like? Spoiled Patriot fan takes. Like We're getting them all right I like now Heath Miller. one game. <laughs> Heath, Miller? Heath Miller is a tight end. That's a tight end name. I don't even like tight ends. I call them H-backs. Dude, Dallas Clark. That was an all-time tight end name. Yeah. And he stunk. What? Dallas would, Clark was really Dallas Clark good. was the guy who would chip block and then hit the seam route. And move the chains. Yeah. It's like Peyton Manning's trusty number three receiver. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you got a good, you got a good, budding tight end up there in Green Bay. Tunyon. Tunyon. Feels like Paul Bunyan kind of runs with it. Yeah, he trains with Kittle. He had a great uh, Players Tribune article too before the 
and Wildcard Weekend. If you haven't read it, you should read it. The TLDR is that David Bakhtiari pulls him aside at a Thanksgiving at Aaron Rodgers' house when he's on his rookie year. Wait, it, Bakht- Aaron Rodgers wasn't spending Thanksgiving with his family? No, he was hosting it for his team. <laughs> <laughs> but did his invite get lost in the mail? Or? And David Bakhtiari tears in to Robert Tunyon because he's not blocking hard enough at the, on the practice squad. It's <laughs> classic. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah. He said that uh, whenever he sees David Bakhtiari's fiance, she still gives him shit about it. <laughs> Ride or die girl right there. It was, ex- it was to be expected. There's just, Kansas City is just so good. I don't know how you cover them. You can say the same thing with Tampa Bay. Like, how do you cover them? But Tampa Bay's defense just is think- fast, though. I mean, I don't want to get too into it because that's going to be, yeah. we're going to do a preview next week. But Tampa Bay's defense, I mean, they're very fast and they hit like, I don't know what it, they hit so violently. Like a lot of the hits, I'm like, ow, ow, ooh. Ah. Like, I don't know. They just have like no regard for their own body. And it's not even like dirty hitting, like, you know what I mean? Like with like head to head or something like that. It's just like, like a bat out of hell. They just like close sometimes, which like could burn them, I guess, if someone like is able to like do a spin move at the perfect time or like oh. hit them with a jab step. Yeah, then, no, you know, the Chiefs don't have anyone that can do that. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> you just need to be able to score with, with Kansas City. I don't know if Tampa Bay can. Need to play a perfect game. The only yeah. there's only one team that's played a perfect game against Kansas City all season, and that was the Raiders. Patriots until Brian Hoyer had a brain fart oh, and cooked his pants. See, here it is again. The fucking victim complex now. It's this not is a victim complex. That's a fact. Oh no, we actually we we lost to them, but we actually had the best game against them. See, well, game plan. The, the Patriots the best game. The Patriots played. Not, I didn't say game plan. No, Stop the Patriots the played. Uh, the pitchers left five minutes on the field against the Chiefs, and it cost them. Yeah. I mean, if you just take away all yeah. the points they scored, it was a close game. Which is what I said. You need to play a perfect game against them, and only one team has. And the Patriots aren't that team. Sorry to break it to you guys. <laughs> well, you know, I watched the All-22. What do you watch? I hate to be the one. I actually did do have the All-22. <laughs> Wait, you have the All-22? You didn't even tell us? Yeah, I have NFL Game Pass. I pay for shit fucking nerd <laughs> i bought it all with my fucking gamestop shortage <laughs> no you didn't no you didn't you don't even know how, what the hell is a stock what is stonk this? i think it's pronounced a stonk <laughs> sorry <laughs> fucking hugh, so hugh yeah, I guess financial that, uh... advisor over here you pass your series seven yet fucking douche you got a bloomberg terminal in your spare bedroom yeah you know, he's a, the kid reads a big short and then watches Christian Bale in the movie. And he's like, I want to beat that. So you want to be autistic. Hey, there we go. Wall Street Bet says, enter the, the podcast. I spent a lot of time online, you know. I've become conditioned. Uh, quarantine, you know, eats at all of us, man. <laughs> Can't help it. All right. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's, that's that. We'll, we'll do an in-depth Super Bowl, you know, preview with everything and ever anything and everything next week. So as is tradition here with the, the fourth uh, Thursday of the month, we're gonna do a uh, we're gonna do a Reddit reading and uh, we're gonna go in dry. This is super open, so we don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know where this is gonna go. Boys, you ready? Let's get into it. So this is from the uh, subreddit R slash relationship advice. Boyfriend gets mad when I use my vibrator but doesn't want to fuck me. Yeah, it checks out. His sex drive is lower than mine. I have probably a too high of a sex drive, and I've never met a girl like me. 
There's probably something wrong with me. I know some men are like this, but I don't know girls who are like this. Sorry if this is TMI, but I'm just trying to say what's going on. This is 100% written by a guy, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Goes on. It's the first thing I do when I wake up and the last thing I do so I could fall asleep in peace. That's what I do every day. And it's what I, it's what I'm used to. I at least use it twice a day. Like I said, sometimes during the day too. I don't take very long. He gets mad when I use it and tried to hide it twice. He doesn't want to have sex often, which I respect. And I don't ask him for anything unless he wants to do it. It just doesn't make sense for him to be mad and at me. And it's almost like he's jealous of an object parentheses vibrator. I stopped watching videos. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped watching videos that get me going because he hates it. He never directly asked me to stop, but I just respect his wishes either way. On average, we have sex a maximum of twice a week. It's never enough, honestly, but I'm fine with it. If getting, if I'm getting my needs taken care of by myself, but he gets seriously offended when I do, I try not doing it. And it just results in me being so stressed and angry and unproductive all day because it's in my head. I'm not an infomaniac. It just helps me relax. It doesn't even take that long. If I don't do it, I can't think of anything else during the day. I don't want to do it. If he's staring dead at my soul, like he's angry. And I also don't want him to feel bad about himself because he's not doing it. Advice needed. He's staring at her while she's doing it. <laughs> no, he. I don't want to do it if he's staring dead at my soul like he's angry. That does beg the question. <laughs> he just like, you know, they're watching like Netflix. All of a sudden it's like. Bzzz. It's just that Justin Timberlake gif and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, you know, that was verbal good. meat. Yeah. <laughs> like an auditory a medium. So what's, their, what's her, in quotation marks, username? Her username is throw R Avery sad. So is that like a making a murderer reference or? No idea. I feel like this person's like a freshman in college and just has a boyfriend that they've been dating since high school and he's just super jealous. Yeah, this is basically a guy who thinks that if someone watches porn that like they they equate that to cheating on them. But also, I mean, this girl, she just needs to get have proper i bet like the sex is terrible if they're if she's like at max twice a week right yeah and then she's just so because obviously it doesn't fulfill her needs because she needs to do this and i'm not saying that like it's one or the other like you can definitely have both but like it's just quite a bit i mean so what i guess i mean i think that's yeah i mean this guy's definitely just like jealous of that this chick's just getting off with a vibrator i mean is it is it intimidating no no Okay. Coffee, what were you gonna say? <laughs> we don't know. We don't all have to agree here. That's that's this is having a nice uh, gentlemanly discussion here. I just it's uh you know it, I can't be like Cuffy goes Cuffy goes no use mine. <laughs> but this is a butt plug. I know it's got a um, tail. It's got a tef- tail. It's dragon tail. <laughs> it's just this like, will take me to the moon. <laughs> It just <laughs> coming to the moon. I'm not saying it's intimidating. I'm just saying you can't compete with it. You sound like you're saying you're intimidated. I'm not intimidated by it. <laughs> I'm not intimidated by it, but if I was intimidated by it, this is what I would say. So what would I say if a, a friend of mine came up and said that he was intimidated by one? <laughs> I mean, you could just use it. Like, why doesn't he just like offer to use it? Like with her. Oh, because he's afraid of it. it might bite him. <laughs> well, yeah. We, she also doesn't clarify, like, what kind. Does she have multiple? This guy, like, definitely, like, soaks through the sheet or some shit like that. Like, that's him having sex. 
If this is a person that exists in this world, he's probably Mormon. Wait, how old are they? And how old's the post? This might be Taysom Hill's high school. Uh, <laughs> so this this was submitted 15 hours ago. No, so it's definitely Taysom Hill's girlfriend. <laughs> no age on either. No ages. No age. Okay, what oh. if this would be crazy scenario? What if they're like 70? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm trying to read some of the comments and to see if we get some ages. Uh, What's the top comment? <laughs> so you need to have an adult conversation to see if you're compatible. It's okay if you aren't. It happens. Better Always a tough know. comment. Better to know now than when you're more invested in a relationship. Um, All right. You can feel that the two time two times a day sessions are a two time daily reminder that he's incapable of satisfying you. <laughs> there could be <laughs> there could be a middle ground. Broke. <laughs> there could be a middle ground. He holds a parentheses. He holds a vibrator or is involved in some way, or you need to handle your needs privately, etc. Or it could be incompatibility. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is this chick out on the couch just fucking going to town? <laughs> And um, so she's my fucking hero. Yeah, what do you comment? She said um, she stopped watching porn. She was like, "Yeah, well, I had to turn off his fucking him his the office marathon so I could beat it." <laughs> fucking blasting them. <laughs> um, See, I'd be a little annoyed at that too, to be honest with you. If I'm trying to fucking watch some, I'm on a Zoom call for work, and all you hear is, "What would you find? Is your the phone fucking on your lights computer? start going out and shit." Yeah. No, I think you know they're doing they're doing construction. She has, a fucking, she has a fucking gas powered dildo and she's going to town. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Gotta get the diesel. Hold on. <laughs> Hi, I'm trying to watch Parks and Rec. Give me a break. <laughs> okay, I could see that being annoying. Like we don't even know. You know what the the thing to do is actually on the comments. You don't sort by new. You you go you sort by controversial. That'll get you the real stuff. All right, let's 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 do a. Surprised there's not someone going. Um, your love languages are incompatible. I was gonna say I don't know how nobody has called this guy a cuck yet. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you tried having someone else have sex with oh. her to see if she stops? Here we go. <clears throat> the most controversial post. <laughs> a lot of people are talking about controlling, but I have another concern. You said that you become stressed and angry to the point where you can't concentrate. That's a sign of addiction, where you become anxious if you don't have the addiction around to the point of distracting you from living your everyday yes. life. People talk about the death grip for guys when masturbating, but if a woman has a high sex drive and is masturbating all the time, that same thing would apply. Also, there are women out there who have high sex drives. It's a bell curve. Statistically, it has to exist. <laughs> Wait, I want to see the fucking Stanford study that proves that the sex drive in humans is a bell curve for one. Uh, are you seriously going to doubt the Reddit user Klutzy Magician 3? <laughs> Sorry, I take it back, Dr. Klutzy Magician 3. Yeah, they're actually they're actually uh, long on Blackberry, so I, I believe him. <laughs> Big Dogecoin guy. Oh. That's an, that's an incredible take. <laughs> All right. Uh, any, any final thoughts on our, our Reddit reading of the week? I guess that's it. <laughs> Join us next fourth Thursday of the month for additional Reddit reading. Uh, I guess now we uh, kick it over and let me do that again. I guess now we uh, kick it over to Bully's Fun Fact of the Week slash This Day in History um, slash take it away yeah tonight uh might be a little depressing so on this day in history <laughs> in 1936 
the first class of the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, Ty Cobb, Babe Ruth, Onus Wagner, Christy Mathewson, and Walter Johnson were elected to the Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. This is a topic right now because this year, nobody was elected into the Hall of Fame. And, right. you know, there were guys like Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa and those guys with the steroid allegations. There's Kurt Schilling with his homophobia, racism, white nationalism. But looking back at it, if, if I just want to get your guys' thoughts on one, who should be in the Hall of Fame? And two, should there be any morality clause uh, when it comes to sports Hall of Fames? So this is one of the most frustrating things of all time. Like this is the biggest fucking baseball sports writer story of all time. It's like their culmination of 100 years jerking each other off has all come to this fucking magnum opus of a moment. It's so stupid. There's so many people that should be in the Hall of Fame. Like Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. Sosa should be in the Hall of Fame. Put them all in the Hall of Fame. I think it's... Whenever there's a Hall of Fame, I think the biggest litmus test is can you tell the story of the sport without them? Yeah. yeah. You cannot that's... tell the story of the sport without Barry fucking Bonds. Yeah, and that's what you need to do. And you, you sure, include like a fucking little plaque about, you know, the whole steroid era and be like, yeah, this is what happened. You can't just whitewash history. And two, to your earlier question, if Ty Cobb's in the Hall of Fame, really, we're going to really do about <laughs> talk about morality? The guy was like in the first one, that guy was a piece of shit, racist fucking scumbag. That's like, why I brought yeah. it up. Yeah. Ty Cobb's history is tough. <laughs> yeah. He fucking was an asshole. It, like in every sense of the term. Like just racist fucking from like deep Georgia. Oh, just the worst. Yeah. And baseball's littered with those people. It's what it was fucking like founded on. Yeah. Like, like, damn. It's literally the American sport. That's why. It was founded on fucking racism and white dudes just covering shit up. Oh, such a joke. Such a the, uh, the, the Writers Association that decided we're going to have a Hall of Fame for the, the White League and the Black League can have their own Hall of Fame decides that Barry Bonds can't be in the Hall of Fame because he took steroids. <laughs> yeah. It's silly. Have you guys seen the Cobb movie with Tommy Lee Jones? No. Me yeah, either. No, I've only seen it. I've only seen like 10 minutes of it. You're not going to support the movie version of Ty Cobb. Seen it? I own it, but no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> Walked out after 10 minutes in an act of protest. It just, you can't... The thing that most upsets me about this is that fucking video that Tom Verducci whatever the fuck uh, put out. Thank, thank you for bringing that up. That, and he was jerking himself off about how important this vote is for the Hall of Fame of Baseball of America. It's, he was, it was, it was the most self-fallation I've seen on anything that wasn't on fucking Pornhub. It was absurd. Like that woman that's jerking off like 17 times a day, she could, she could have a lifetime supply of jerking yourself off to watching that video. And it was just, well, wait, are we they sure got that nothing out of it. Are they we sure do that, the, that video, they post it on MLB.com, and nothing gets out of it. Well, they thought it was a good idea, one. Literally, <laughs> that's how fucking clueless the MLB is. Two, are we sure that whoever posted that on r slash relationship advice is not just Tom Verducci? <laughs> that's a good point. That is a good point. 
So uh, let me read you this tweet by Bob Ryan, who tweeted this. It's a, it's a roller coaster of a tweet talking about Kurt Schilling. Hey, Kurt, what Hall of Famer said 12 Swiss Jewish bankers ruled the world? The last eight presidents were traitors and AIDS was hatched in a Maryland lab in order to kill gays and blacks and still got 95.82% of the vote. Answer, Steve Carlton. P.S. I voted for him and you. Like, <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what Jesus. a roller coaster of a tweet. And comes in is like, yeah, I don't give a, I don't get, basically saying, I don't care what you say, what you do outside of the baseball diamond. If you're a Hall of Famer in the game, you have multiple mm-hmm. World Series, you had an impact in the history books, you should be in the Hall of Fame. 100% I, agree. My favorite uh, old person on Twitter thing is like, they'll do like the hey Kurt. They could easily just like do the at and like do their like yeah. name, but they're like, they do it like it's a letter. <laughs> hey Kurt. Semicolon. My dearest Martha, comma, <laughs> space, like five spaces for some reason, because they think it's like a typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Yeah, dude, fuck baseball, dude. Baseball's the fucking worst. It really is. They're just going to delete. I mean, they, they might as well just delete 30 years of the history. Everything is wrong with baseball right now. And it's like frustrating because like going to a baseball game is an incredible experience. Well, yeah, I love just, going to baseball games, but watching baseball and following baseball is fucking infuriating. I don't, I've never, I don't feel this way with like any other sport. I think I, uh, I think I can admit I've never seen Mike Trout in a nationally televised game, and arguably he's the best player since Mickey Mantle. <laughs> there's, uh, Mookie Betts exists, sir. There's, no, Mike Trout is better than Mookie Betts. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, yeah. you, that is Mookie I, Betts was yes. doing shit in the in the World Series that hadn't oh been done since Ty Cobb. This again, the hometown. Yeah, seriously, put, put the fucking homerism away for like twenty seconds while we talk about somebody else, okay? Mike Trout is the best baseball player since Mickey Mantle, and Mickey Mantle is the best baseball player since Ty Cobb. <laughs> so therefore, Mike Trout is a huge racist. <laughs> Bought the lie. No, it's true. I mean, they don't market their players at all. I mean, NFL doesn't do a really good, great job of marketing their players, but they do a shit ton better than baseball does. It's like half the I've time never... you can't even watch local games. Right. You can't tweet out highlights. Yeah. I've never seen a sport that hates itself as much as baseball does. And I think that's why I hate it. It's like baseball wants me to hate it. Every decision that they make, up to and including not having anybody get into the Hall of Fame, is just designed to hate baseball. It's they like have... Rob Manfred is the best fucking sleeper agent I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> like sent from Russia to destroy baseball, and it's incredible. Well, no, it's, it's actually, they're sent from lacrosse, the next great American sport. Um, sport of the future. Fastest game on two feet. Uh, oh. But... It's oh fuck now I lost what the fuck I was gonna say. Could you call me Homer? No. Oh, here got it. It was. <laughs> I went on that journey with you. <laughs> uh, welcome to my mind. I've never seen more gatekeepers in my life than baseball fans slash writers. And it's mm-hmm. like the hoops that you have to jump through just to be able to like watch a fucking game. It's second only to hockey Twitter. Hockey Twitter and hockey fans in general are huge gatekeepers, but baseball, yeah. I mean, they take the cake. Not even like, you know, if you like ask a little question, be like, oh, like, what is that? Like, you don't know the 
World Series of 46 when the fucking... It's not, even, it's not even the World Series. It's like the fucking Japanese World Series or the World Baseball Classic in like 04. Oh, you didn't know? Top of the fourth, two out, three men on. Oh, the analytics people at baseball are the fucking worst. Like Warren Sharp is bad, but they could take the fight. Like Warren Sharp doesn't have anything on the baseball analytics people. And then as soon as it doesn't work, they're just like, well, you can't use it in every situation. Come on. What are you being crazy? Like the world series when they pulled the guy at the third time through the order. I think it was uh, Mina Kimes. I think that's her name. Yeah. Uh, she was on around the horn. I think it was. And she had a good point. She goes, if you have an issue with morality in just think of, think of it as a ceremony where, you can induct everyone that should deserve the hall of fame based on their stats, but only allow the people to speak that deserve the podium to speak. Don't let Kurt Schilling go up there and ramble for 25 minutes, but maybe Scott Rowland or Jeff Bagwell or someone can go up there and talk for a couple minutes. Federal crap. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who watches the fucking hall of fame speeches anyways. Oh, dude, old. the, the, old, the like, olds yeah the olds are gonna boycott i'm sure the olds are gonna sure watch Cooper's, anyways cooperstown has one weekend a year probably where they make all their money oh and no they, that's williamsburg and yeah i'm and thinking they, of the lily world series yeah that's so can you bet on those games <laughs> you can find it you can bet on anything because <laughs> <laughs> i think we're gonna have a so- one that better come back you know pandemic be damned there was a hole in my heart because I didn't see like 10 year olds fucking. You didn't see this 20 year old Saudi Arabian kid fucking throwing 90 mile an hour fucking fastballs up in the zone. So some thick ass kid from like the Midwest team from America just throwing <laughs> kid weighs twice as. This kid weighs twice as much as him. He's a foot shorter and he's 10 years younger. I am <laughs> <just> 12. <laughs> hammering dingers out there. Seeing all their like really attractive mothers in the stands. And you're like, yeah, she definitely yells at the barista. Whatever happened to Danny Almonte? Who? <laughs> the guy that was like 15 years old? The guy from New York? Played in the Little League World Series? He was like 5'8", and they're like, this guy's a monster. Yeah, 5'8", yeah, when you're 12, it's like as tall as you are. He probably peaked. Oh, yeah, probably he got, still 5'8". He got, he got hurt because I called him short. Oh, you guys are like the same height. I'm taller. On contraire. If you're standing uphill, maybe. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. Yeah, well, that was a good uh, fun fact of the week, this day in history. Yeah, it wasn't that sad. I've had sadder. Yeah. No. Like today's day for me in history. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it us. Wrap it up for us here. Be sure to follow us on all of our handles, specifically Twitter. Uh, we're probably the most active there. Uh, you know, at Spot the Light Cuffy for me. At Hugh Picks. And at Spot the Lie Bully. At Spot the Lie Pod on Twitter. Uh, at Spot the Lie on Instagram. Patreon.com backslash Spot the Lie Pod. Pod. If you <laughs> yeah, feel so inclined. Su- subscribe to Patreon. I'm trying to buy more Dogecoin. Yeah. Yes. Literally, if you guys give Bring us money, us to the moon. We will only <laughs> invest. We'll invest. Okay, we can make a promise to the listeners. If anybody signs up to our Patreon, we will invest in fractional <laughs> shares of GME. And at the end of whenever, we'll pay it back. It'll be a dividend deal. This isn't insider trading. 
by the way. This isn't financial advice. This is not financial advice. <laughs> uh, at FBI, this is a parody account. Also, if we go back to that real quick, everybody posting these long, like three paragraph sections of why people should hold on to GameStop. And then at the end of their comment, just saying, this is not financial advice <laughs> in case they get sued or something. It was incredible. All right. Uh, all rise. Now we're through the United States Securities and Exchange Commission v. U slash thick dad club. But yeah, that's our promise to listeners. It'll go all into Doge or GameStop. We'll be, inc- we'll be incredibly transparent. Not one nickel will go into our pockets. We'll, we'll just redistribute to you, the people. We're redistributing the wealth. Seizing the means of production via the... Stand by Wall next Street. week for our Super Bowl preview and deep dive into Karl Marx and his cuck angles. <laughs> Don't hate that. <laughs> also might have, a, might have a special guest next week. Might have the first ever guest on Swath Lie. Yeah, we'll have a lot of contributions to, to Marx and Engels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, boys, any final words? No, if, if I don't show up next week, it's because I'm rich. Great <laughs> podcast from the moon. Uh, all righty. Well, fuck you, Joe Rogan. Fuck you, Joe Rogan. And Steve Cohen. Strap me in the crew, I'm really doing everything that we like to. Man, it's a damn good.